welcome to Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. This is episode 52. I am Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I think it's just you today. I'm Tyler just Record Justin. Days. Yeah, the just, just, the just Justin podcast today. Yeah, it's going to get that way because Tyler hasn't stopped yawning. He's an old <laughs> man. It's not even late yet. It's like, it's seriously every, every 10 seconds. Okay. You ready to go? Yeah. Just yeah. after this yawn. Just Ooh, let me get my old man yawn. Okay. Out. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Just after this yawn. Yeah, I just don't know why I'm so tired. <laughs> so we're episode 52 of Forever Exile. That's awesome. I, I wanted to just do a quick shout out to our newest patrons. We got Georgia, who's a, a, a big user of discord. So if you're ever on discord. First off, check out the food section. We added them. This is a side note to the patrons, but our listeners asked us to add some awesome channels in Discord. So we now have a grass channel and we have a food channel, (laughs) which is awesome. Anyway, you'll see lots of pictures from Georgia in the uh, food one. Belf and Neil Okovitz. Thank you, guys. That's awesome. That was uh, this week for our newest patrons. We also hit a, I don't know, it's not a milestone. It's kind of cool, though, because we had to order more, but our 40th thank you card and stickers went out this week. So yeah, we got, I think quite a few went out in the mail today. So thank you guys for supporting the uh, podcast and hanging out on discord and just being overall cool people. Big thank you. Uh, If you're interested in our Patreon, we've got information down below. You can find out more. It's, I mean, the biggest benefit is you get access to after dark, which is our after the podcast podcast. I like saying that. I don't know why. After the podcast podcast. It just sounds cool. It sounds like we know what we're doing. Well, you, you, know you I mean? describe it awesome. My favorite one so far, I think, is we just drink, take our pants off, or we just take our pants off and have a drink. Something like that. Yep. Oh, pants man. come off, drinks come out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> anyway, thank you, uh, yeah, all of you guys for your support. How was your week, Ty? I had a good week. Yeah? I had a good week. Yeah. It was Tell me like, about it, please. Well, it was rainy for a lot of the week, so I couldn't get as much outdoor stuff done. You know, the grass just keeps growing and growing and growing. The weeds just keep growing and growing and growing, but it was good. Everything was growing. Hopefully not the weeds, but I had a good, good week. Grass hits, uh, it's not, it'll stop growing now at this. Once we hit below 10, once the temperature stays on average below 10 degrees, you'll start to see the grass slowing. It was frigging four degrees today. Yeah, what it was. And we're going to have some freezing F. coming up this next week. Not a fan. It's going to be nuts. No. Way too early. But the kids, because of COVID, um, where they we live, it? there's parent, teacher, you <laughs> Got it. They're gone. Yeah, it sucks. Really like them. No, we, you know, parent-teacher interviews out here where Justin and I live. There's parent-teacher interviews so you can find out how your kid's doing in school. This year, they're having them a lot earlier for some reason. So the teachers barely even know the kids. And because of COVID, instead of parent-teacher interviews happening in one day, they're happening throughout two days so that there's no lineups, you know. That's always been the case, man. After another two days? No. Yeah, Thursday, Fridays. Well, you, you've. You have more I've been around for a bit. Do. We don't care about those anymore. <laughs> That's right. So anyway. But you're still a parent that cares. Yep. I am. I am. Yeah. I still like them. So mm-hmm. uh, the kids had Thursday and Friday off from school. I know. It's stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, it's all right. It's, no, they, it's my kids entertain themselves. Like they just play together the whole time. So I just got some housework done, but with a little, couldn't listen to, uh, I listen to the Bible when I'm doing my chores and uh, couldn't do that. It was too loud get like every second verse in there but it was good it was an awesome week and uh tomorrow's a weekend it's gonna be a good time how about you tell me about your week my week was fine it was really busy with work and then they had the the days off i just think i think they're stupid days off <laughs> <laughs> i i listen this is 
definitely like crabby old man thing, but they kids get way too many days off school now. Oh, my, it's ridiculous. I agree. At least once a month, minimum. Mm-hmm. And then some months it's two or three. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, these like. Yeah. Holidays don't count. We need an official totally random day off every month. So if there was Christmas within that month while well, you're still getting a pro D day somewhere. Did you do in person? Interviews? Yeah, my, my wife wanted to. Oh, I get to do a lot of the pick up and drop off. And so she wanted to go meet the teachers and uh, see how our kids are doing in school. And so we have one that's in grade one. And so we did the like phone yep. interview with the teacher. My the other one who's in middle school. So he's in grade six. Dang. We've already talked yeah. to we've, we've already, <laughs> yeah. like I know that like we've got one that's finished who's done all of high school. I've yep. been through this. I know what they're going to say. Just like I, they'll they'll reach out if my kid's being a total douchebag, and that's yep. when I'll deal with it. But no, we talked to the, the grade one teacher, but I was working while we were on speakerphone, and my wife's totally into it and talking. I'm like, yeah, cool. So so she's good, awesome, shocker. Grade yep. one, she's doing fine. Like, <laughs> okay, that's perfect. She can spell is. That's good. That's good. Yep. So I, I will say just on a weird side note, as I've gotten older and because my kids have such a weird, like huge range between their ages, I definitely appreciate more watching my younger kids now going through school, mm. like watching my six year old learning to read is way more fun to watch than it was when I was watching my, well, now 19 year old, just because I was quite young. Right. So you're just in a different space in your head. So, yeah, it's a, it's a lot more fun being old and watching watching your kids figure that stuff out because you actually have time to focus on like, oh, dang, they actually know the word can. Nice. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. And it's not spelt with a K for some reason. Mm-hmm. So my son, he's turning 11 this month. Okay. And uh, he's having his birthday this evening, but it's all like COVID style birthdays. Okay. So he's doing a Fortnite online game with his friends. Okay. So my wife went around and dropped off pizzas to the kids' homes. So like she dropped off pizza and snacks for the kids. Okay, and they're playing cool. each from their own home. And then they're online playing. But it's really funny watching him super nerd out about putting headphones on and having a mic. Because we don't usually let him talk. Okay. Uh, like online games. Yeah, sure. So that was enabled because he was playing just with his friends. So he, he's got like his big headphones on and his microphone and... When I told him to make sure it works, he puts it on. He's like, check, check one, two. You guys there? Check one, two. <laughs> They're all like ready to play Fortnite. Oh, That's check fun. One, two. That's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, he's uh, he's celebrating his birthday at home COVID style. I will say also the best part about COVID is that uh, people don't have to come over for birthdays. My wife's big <laughs> into like, well, you're turning this age. What do you want to do? And I'm like, I literally don't want to do anything. I, I don't need anything. I don't want people coming over. Yeah. I, I don't have to give an excuse anymore because now they just don't. And I, so I share my birthday with this son who's it's coming up in a couple of days. So it's pretty sweet to it's all just he can do his Fortnite game thing. And I'm like, uh, I got a podcast, guys. So just <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Justin. Happy birthday. Now, this week also, one of our followers and discord folk fall interviewed us which was pretty neat the interview was a little bit ago but it was a written interview and it was really exciting to do some awesome questions really well put together and some nice attention to detail and uh, fall posted it on reddit 
So if you're interested in following any of Fall's hideouts or any of the interviews, because he does a lot of interviews with community creators as well, check the link below. It was a really exciting time and it was really fun to do. So check it out. Yeah, it's and in thanks our Discord Paul for the well. opportunity. It was awesome. That was really cool. All right. So now tell me about your POE week. It was a little bit less than last week. I missed POE. I think I got in about two good sessions with you, which was nice. So it was mostly PC. I don't know if I even got any console time besides one inventory no, session. No, you did. I just, I, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I needed to get clear my inventory. I just had, like, I have a tab per character and everything was just jam-packed. Like, I couldn't do any more mapping without just intentionally junking everything that I got that map. So I thought, nah, you know what? Screw it. And for some reason, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, let's broadcast this. I'm going to do inventory for an hour and a half before I get the kids from school. And I want people to watch it. And some people didn't. It was a lot of fun. But um, cleared that out. And then I had two good gaming sessions with you. Oh, it was good. And then I've been brainstorming just. For what? Filter changes coming. Mm -mm -mm. Like some nice detailed filter changes. A lot less sounds. A lot more like if you hear it, you have to pick it up. You know, a lot of stuff showing that doesn't make a sound. I'm even going to make wisdom scrolls big in act one and just make them go all the way down to almost nothing in your area level 80 plus maps. I'm going to have like 40 lines of code just for wisdom scrolls or scrolls of wisdom. Oh, it's going to be great. So anyway, not doing all this while I'm doing chores, right? But it's, it's grinding, it's going. I'm probably like washing the mirror in the bathroom. And I'm not cleaning anything because all I'm doing is thinking of filters. But it was good, good POE week. I basically still though just the zombie build, right? You always ask me what I like to play, and I'm doing the zombie build still. I'm still not fully ascended because all we're doing is heist. Maybe we can get into that later. But the league mechanic is only connected to normal gameplay in one way, right? Like when you're playing league, you can get your contracts and blueprints like crazy while you're just doing your normal mapping. And so that's awesome. You're encouraged to do league content. But it's not the other way around. Like if I'm doing all this league content, I'm not, I'm not doing anything else game related. It's disconnected in that way. So because you and I have been doing so many contracts and blueprints, I haven't even come close to even getting all my trials yet to get my last ascendancy. So, but it's still good. I'm enjoying it. Had you been actually playing early on, you would have because the people, because we use general 2121 in game. And so for the first like two weeks, it was constantly people saying, hey, who needs burning rage? Hey, who needs this? Now everybody just assumes that you have it done. Yeah, totally. But it's not like I can create more time. It's I play when I can play. You just wasted time. That's all. That's right. That's exactly what I, I wasted time playing POE when I could sit down at the computer. No, um, it's good. Like for me, when you and I play this last session we had, I didn't see one enemy, man. <laughs> I'm, just <laughs> I'm just, oh, well, look at that transmute. Oh man, this guy leaves a lot of transmutes on the ground. This is fantastic. Oh, an orb of chance. Oh, Justin, I dropped everything. Can you grab all that for me? Yeah, this is definitely probably not the best league for us to like. I mean, it works. We can at least still play together. And it's kind of funny that this is like one of the best multiplayer style leagues in a long time. Seems to be. And yet I am way faster than a lot of builds. You've been super kind. You've been you've been keeping slow for me and you haven't even given me a hard time about it. It's been pretty fun. I actually don't mind it. Now, my build has changed in the last day. Okay, so let me get into <laughs> my week in POE because yeah, yeah. it has been phenomenal. I free, Okay, listen, I've said this since the get-go. I love Heist. I love this league, and I am 
I'm, I'm still like totally into it. I've got gotten insanely lucky with gear drops, with selling stuff for Kurt. Like I, I think early on, I said that the build that I was doing, I had kind of focused around this one guy that uh, my son had shown me. And then I kind of, I kind of altered it a bit. And since then I've altered it again, but I would think I currently have almost more invested into this character now than I ever have before in another character. Okay. And it's, I mean, I don't know entirely what it all has to do with. I have gotten like insanely good drops. I wanted a bottled faith, but I knew I was not going to get bottled faith. It only drops from Cortex boss at the end and it's got a, a low weight for it to drop. Yeah. I ran my second Cortex today and it, it dropped. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was. And so. You know what happened? Hillock. He's like, hey guys, I forgot about him. That's right. Staff meeting. He's like, oh man, it's been like three leagues since I've dropped a tabula for him. Just you give him, him everything. If, yeah. If you see him in your arena, you give him something good, okay? And I've gotten like really lucky because I I obviously am playing in trade. And so I, I, I'm all over buying stuff, uh, items. And I've for some reason gotten quite lucky buying items that should never have been selling for the prices that they sold for. Like I got my chest really early on for I think eight or nine exalts. And it easily should have been 20 or 30 exalts just based on what it had rolled. I was talking with uh, somebody in General 2121 today about, or no, not today, sorry, yesterday, because I was thinking about changing over my build. And right now I'm playing Blade Vortex with uh, everything converted to fire. Okay. And if you're playing, I was playing with two void batteries. And so the, the most important part, or one of the most important parts is I need to get to 100% conversion to fire, right? With Avatar Fire, you're only getting that 50%. I needed to get that other 50% of physical. And what class did you start as or ascendancy? Assassin. Yeah. 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 So there's nothing in there except crit, which is crazy because obviously I'm, I'm scaling off of power charges and I'm, I am scaling off of crit, but to get that 50%, you have to, for me, the way I was doing it was running hatred with a watcher's eye that had with hatred or sorry, anger with anger. I think I had rolled 39%. Uh, You can max it 40% of, of it is converted. So that puts you up to just about 90% or 90, I can't remember. And then I had a uh, part of the tree. There's a skill on the tree that gave me the rest of it. Okay. But if you go, and then you get void batteries, which is giving you plus one to max power charges on both of them. So you're scaling even more off of the power charges. And then also at that point, I had the badge of the brotherhood, which was giving me, which was stupidly expensive, but it gives you, it lets you scale again off of power charges, but also your frenzy charges max is based on your power charges max. So now because I can have 10 power charges, I could have 10 frenzy charges as well. I had looked at people and somebody had mentioned to me as well that you could go the bow and quiver. And if you go the bow and quiver route, then you can get your 50% conversion of physical to fire from your quiver. Mm, right. Which then let me drop anger sell the watcher's eye for a lot, get a bow that had the plus three, two oh, okay. gems, yep. which wasn't super expensive. Oh, wait, you wouldn't get fire though. You'd still be plus to physical and spells, right? Because it's blade vortex. Well, they're just straight plate. It's just plus one to socketed gems, oh, plus okay. two to socketed support gems, I think is how, how basically what it ends up rolling. Uh, and then I got a couple other really good rolls on it. And then again, this goes into just why I've, I've been quite into it. I wanted, everybody talks about tailwind 
you know, like you can get tailwind on your boots. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you have tailwind when you have, when you crit and I'm like, okay, well I'll go take a look at some. So last night I was looking at some boots that had tailwind. All I wanted was tailwind 30% speed. Cause I knew that if I got stuff with like high res and life, you're just going to pay. They're just too expensive. Tons. Yep. And so I had it just on the auto search, like active search or whatever, while I was playing and a pair popped up for, I want to say it was eight or nine exalts, but it had the tailwind 30% movement speed. It had a normal life roll, but then it had a can craft three mods onto it. And it had a uh, crafted life as well as crafted resist. And it was for like eight or nine exalts. And at the time I didn't think much of it. I was like, oh, that's actually great. It's got some life mm-hmm. tailwind. And so I'll buy that. So I bought those. My son was not happy in the morning when he saw what boots I got and for how much I got them. Cause they're, he was looking today. They're like 30 X to buy them. Yeah. I so what you're saying wind. is you have a bot and you weren't even playing. I don't get tailwind. <laughs> why? Oh, you mean why it's so popular? Yeah. Like, okay. It increases your action speed. Yeah. So it is nice. It makes it so that I can, I can dash faster, a little bit faster. It feels like, and blade vortex is a little faster to keep up, but it's an everything. For what I paid, I'm yeah. like, eh. and then I sold the badge which I think okay. I mentioned and X prices are hilarious, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but uh, the, the cost of an exalt, I had a lot of chaos. So turning things, the, the when I bought that brotherhood or whatever it was, I, I don't remember how much it was, but it was like 40, 40 chaos. exalts. Oh, exalts, okay. 40 exalts. It, I think I sold it for 108 exalts uh, yesterday and Dang. it sold almost instantly. I was like, well, crap, maybe I should have gone higher. That <laughs> I mean, said exalts are worth nothing. But so I, I ended up getting Headhunter, which oh, I wow. bought in exalts because I have no clue how people like when exalts started to crash. Yeah. People are selling everything in chaos now. Okay. How do you pay somebody 4,000 chaos? The max that fits in your inventory is 600. <laughs> so at what point do you decide to actually do the trade and hope that the person actually gives you I don't know. It just seemed very, I don't, I, maybe there's a secret I don't know of, but I saw some for sale for like 3,900, 4,000 chaos. And I'm like, who, what? Like, Who's how do you, that? yeah. How do you trade that? I don't understand. Listen, you just give me your head hunter. Okay. And then I'll just keep offering you the trip. Bye. I promise it's coming. Well, yeah, both ways. Like yep. at 2000 chaos, does the person just go <laughs> offline? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It just seemed crazy to me, but uh, yeah, so it's been a lot of fun. And then what I also did was the the Blade Vortex Fire build. It's not the great at killing bosses because I need flasks and I need Valve Blade Vortex to do like really high boss damage. Okay. Which is terrible against literally every Conqueror, against Cyrus, you know, anything that I can't just instantly delete. It, it's a terrible thing for. So do ads help? Like if it was a long battle, but there was mobs, would that help? Yep, totally would. But that just doesn't happen in any of the like real endgame stuff. Even heist endgame bosses have no mob, or sorry, no ads to use. So subject for another time, but big oversight. Yeah, it is a little weird. But the one thing that surprised me that I actually enjoyed was this league. I took my level 93 because I leveled the Templar, right? Doing the totems. And so I thought, well, there's got to be something I can do with him to turn him into like a boss killer or something that I can swap to. Yeah. yeah. So I, I did some research on the interwebs. I've heard of that. Yeah. 
saw this idea of using the replica iron commander bow and doing shrapnel ballista. It's been a lot of fun. It's, it's, so that's your primary cool. skill now, shrapnel ballista, blade work. Yes, for my boss. No, 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 for the boss. Killer. Oh, right. Sorry. Yes, yes. So I have the blade. So I'm actually swapping, which has oddly been weirdly fun. Like I clear the map and I get right up to the boss and then I put a portal down, log out, bring on my boss killer, kill the boss and then swap back over. And I've done Cyrus now. Cyrus, we, we played this week <laughs> yes, and we had a very unsuccessful run at Cyrus six, yeah. I think. Thank you, friend, for your help. Thank you, friend, yep. for your help. I had laughed to my son. I'm like, I just need to get rid of Tyler. Like, <laughs> I just need to get... It, and it's actually not anything against you. Cyrus, besides being a terrible fight, it is a even worse fight with more than one person because you cannot telegraph where he's going to go. He's impossible to track already. But when you add more than one person, it becomes... You'll, it's just dumb. You're not referencing my zombies, are you? No, no, just you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, a, it's such a bad fight and it's so much worse when you add somebody else into it. But anyway, with this guy, so far I've done up to, Cy- I think I've actually done Cyrus 8. Nice. I, I've played so much. I've had so much fun this week getting my Atlas done, still doing heists. And, you know, we're going to talk about some of the stuff in heist. I love heist. There's still some things that stick out to me, like shotgun damage is 100% still a thing. And still stupid. I can't figure out whether sometimes I should hold back from a door that's just been unlocked or try to rush straight out a door that's been unlocked. But like today, the last one that I did, because of that, I was like, okay, I got to just get off. I'm going to get mad. Karst unlocks the door. I'm buffed up as a headhunter class, like with buffs on me, flasks running, instantly deleted because I was close to the door when it unlocked. Hmm. And I, I don't know, though, sometimes if I should just hold back wait for him to open it and then rush into it. Like, I just can't tell sometimes why I'm dying. Yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes when you open that door, you're totally fine. And you're just rushing through. And I don't mind. And we've talked about this before. I don't mind dying and losing my stuff. It's part of the risk of heist, but it's just, to me, it's different if I, if I don't know why I died and it, I think it's always going to be stupid to die to a shotgun damage in a, a spot where you didn't have a choice. It's not like I could have routed around a different way. Like you have to go through this door. Yep. I guess there are there are sides that you can kind of wait on, but it depends on the situation of what's behind you too, right? You're not in a position of being able to wait safely all the time. Well, but uh, when you're leaving a heist, it's not like you want to unlock the door, then chill back. Take it easy. Take it easy. Because even then, sometimes I wonder like if I wait... Then am I letting them queue up? Because the whole thing was, well, they won't queue up all at the same time. I don't totally believe that. But let's say I did believe that. Then if I wait and then go to the door, are they all available to just go crazy right at the same time? So I just I, I just don't like that. I, I have a hard time with the the shotgun side of it. That otherwise heist to me has been I, I really like it. Uh, there's some qualms I have with it, but none of them are bad enough that make me super angry. But my week has been a blast. I've been flying through maps, flying through heights. My atlas is almost completely finished. I've seen you. I've seen you log on lots. You're getting a lot of middle of the day action going on. That's pretty sweet. I, again, I'm getting really good at working from a second <laughs> mo- a second monitor and my phone. Like my phone, it has been charred, having to be charred because I have been so busy with work. 
I don't normally have to charge it during the day, but I've been like having to charge it while I'm playing. <laughs> but that's that's one thing I've always liked about PoE though is I can hop on for an hour, yeah, go through maps or heists or whatever I want. I actually one of the things I hate don't like about heist is rogue markers. I'm not getting them even nearly enough to uh, yeah, yeah. run the grand heist. Yeah, I have like three or four times the amount of contracts that I've ever gotten just sitting there in grand heist that I can't unveil. And I have, I don't know, probably three or 400 unveils waiting at Wakano or however you pronounce his name. Sure. But I don't have the markers to unlock it. And I, and I don't know. I'm like, I'm running the heist. Yeah. Set up a shop. I'm going to just start buying them. Hey, can't you just uh, list for markers? That's tradable, right? Mm-hmm. So who cares about it? I could just buy them. I, I haven't looked. I just didn't want to. I hate buying currency. This is 4,000 markers. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's I like, easy. I like uh, buying items. Yeah. I will say, though, this league is one of the weirdest leagues I've ever traded for and watched the currency market. And this is one of the first leagues where I actually put my currency tab public and then started pricing currency because it it's very easy to flip currency and actually get quite a bit more currency, like to grow your, your amount of currency that you have. So I have done this league, which I haven't done that before. And uh, my characters have been loving it because they have all really good gear. You know what I'm loving, Justin? Oh, look at these. Sorry, I'm bending in ways that I can't bend. You recognize these? Yep. They're my celestial socks from New Zealand, thanks to you. You haven't taken them off since. Actually, this might be the first time I've worn them in a while because I'm a flip-flop guy, but ooh, my legs aren't used to it. My legs don't like socks. They're Everything's so itchy. sweaty. They're like, what, what the heck is what this? What did you put on us? Yeah, but no, I'm <laughs> loving it. Keep my feet warm. Don't need my slippers. Sweet. Oh, yeah, your slippers are disgusting. Oh, they're fantastic. And I have two pairs, and they're both wonderful. No. All right, let's get into this week in PoE. First off, with this week, today's the day, our recording day, not our release day. October 23rd, 2013, seven years ago, this game that we do a podcast about, PoE, was released on PC. It's release date today. Was that or like if the you're full listening release two or days ago. Yeah, isn't that cool? Today's the day! That was on what day? October of 2013? October 23rd, 2013. I joined in, on April 29th, 2012. Yeah, so you, yeah, because wow. you were beta. Mm-hmm. It was and that. Then, I guess so it was beta the, for that one. Huh. Yeah, you were in beta for a year and a half. Cool. So anyway. So that's what? Seven years. Wow. It is. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Now, let's do... Can we do bugs first? Let's do bugs. There was a couple that I wanted to ask you about before we get into Chris's um, announcement that he made. Yeah, so they had they had the only the one patch since our last episode, which was the 3.12.4B. Good patch. And so there were some bug changes and then we're going to get into a big talk about Chris, Chris's post. But yeah, what, what's the bugs? Well, there was a couple things. Have you noticed uh, that unique contracts can now drop in more places? I mean, you had two I, as of last I had episode. I've, and I've, I've had three, I think I had three drop this week. The one big change they did is they made them so they can now drop also in contracts, oh, in which was yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. But I had two caches in two maps, one after the other, both drop unique contracts and so i kind of laugh to myself when stuff like that happens because i'm like these babies they're dropping just fine but yeah no that's definitely not normal but yeah they're supposed to drop now more often which is good yeah 
Now, um, this doesn't mean anything to me because when you and I play together, I don't see enemies on the way there. I'm like, oh, neat, look at all this stuff. And on the way back, I'm like, oh, neat, look at all this stuff. Apparently, traps and heists no longer activate during the imminent lockdown. They only activate, activate <laughs> when locked. You lock- did say it twice. <laughs> what is activate? Activate. You like an act- accent going. Activate when lockdown begins. Yeah. What does that mean? Okay, so it was a really, it is a really necessary change. It was bad. So what quite what often would happen is when you're going through the heist and you're trying to plan your, you know, when the lockdown's gonna count, like when you reach the max meter. Yeah. So as you're getting close to where you're gonna get the item at the end, yeah, you could go back and open up chests, right? That would make the countdown timer start, but it would give you enough time to get to where the heist uh, item was. The problem was, though, if you went too far back in an area where maybe a trap would normally be like whether there was a a trap disarmament that would have to happen in a pathway or something like that, as the as soon as that countdown timer would start, those traps would become active. So it happened to me once where I was on the wrong side of the traps, had no clue that they had just activated and started to run down the path. And you can't unarm it because the disarm is from the, uh, you know, it it expects that you're coming from the other side. So now it doesn't actually trigger those until the full lockdown takes effect, which is really, really good. Really smart. Really smart. Okay, cool. Uh, Added information to the contract UI screen that tells you the area level that heists would be if they're too low or not to grant a blueprint reveal. Does that make any sense to you? No, I've never done like super low. It's nice to know ahead of time if you're going to get the reward you're going for or not. Kind of like in Metamorph, you know, when you're building your body and it says as one of the monster mods will drop a body part, you know, once the meter's full and it's glowing. Mm -hmm. To me, it's the same kind of thing. I wish it was there at the beginning, but I don't know, though. So basically what I'm reading from that is that if I'm at level 90 and I go do uh, an area level 30 contract that I'm not going to get a reveal uh who cares why well, I, I feel like you should just get a reveal anyway oh there's probably whatever. certain circumstances we're not considering but anyway it's nice to know in poe the more you know the better you can now use the this i love this i love i wish that was there the last time we were playing you can now use the instance manager to create and join rogue harbor areas it's a cool thing why do you care because it was really in the, like i'd be like oh hey yeah i'll just be oh hang on what do i have to oh right i gotta find my and then right click on my thing well, That's you it. still have to use a marker. Oh, really? So what's the what's what's that? I thought that meant I could click the blue thing and go go to you while you're in the rogue harbor. Mm-mm. What's the instance manager? Uh, when you control click, control left click the waypoints, and you can like you know if you it, let's say you're going to do blood aqueduct and you control left click blood blood aqueduct in the map, mm-hmm. you can you get the instance manager which lets you either start a new one or join an existing one. You can yeah, I'm speak. No, I'm no longer excited now. <laughs> you still have to use the rogue marker to get there, but once you're there, you can control lick the dude. Control lick. <laughs> Don't control lick him. <laughs> you can control click the dude at the entrance, who is actually the waypoint, and you could load a new version of the rogue harbor. It is there. I don't get the benefit, but it, it's the, it's a thing. Do you remember long time ago? Previous episode, I was talking about how excited I was that I unlocked one of the rare hideouts while mapping. Mm-hmm. I was super excited. I wanted to make sure that I actually got it. I talked to Helena and all of a sudden I like swapped my hideouts and I couldn't go back into the map. And I was really excited about that map because it was really nicely rolled. I was getting a lot of quantity with it and I lost my map. Well, 
just today or whenever this patch came out. It's no longer possible to change your hideout by talking to Helena in a map. This is to prevent unintentionally losing the map that you are currently in. Awesome. Good fix. I didn't actually know until you told me that that happened, that that was possible to happen. That was what, maybe episode 10? Here's here's something. You were complaining about you not getting enough exalts while doubling up with, uh, what's his name? Vindiri. Vindiri, right. Fixed a bug where heist brooch modifiers, brooch? Brooch. Brooch. Modifiers could duplicate rewards wasn't functioning properly. This is a really big deal. And this had a huge, huge impact on the economy. Within that day, this was a massive change. Go on. On the brooch, brooch, you could roll percentage chance for doubling of, and it wasn't just currency, it was anything. You could roll doubling of oils, doubling of breach items, doubling of divination cards, whatever it was. You could roll, I think, up to two different ones on a brooch. So 14% chance to double currency when you open, or 14% chance to double currency when opening a chest, or you know, percentage to double divination cards. The fact that that wasn't working is crazy, given how much people were already getting from running the Vendiri, you know, with the, his 20% chance. And yep. what happened, we talked a little bit with this about, uh, about this with Brittle in After Dark last episode, where people were using fractured and are still using fractured blueprints to just get, I think it's like 17 currency chests within. Yeah, that's what she's calling things. 17 maps or something like that, whatever they were called. Uh, it's 17 currency chests within four, you know, heist quadrants or whatever you want to call it. So people are still doing that. But now on top of that, you've made it so that if I roll a brooch on three of my guys, right? And max roll is 15%. I'm now at 45% chance of doubling currency. And I don't need to bring Vindiri anymore, who was giving me maybe 20 or 40% chance, but he was giving me a 30% penalty to the alert level. So now I have 45% chance of doubling currency, plus you're using, you know, most often a lot of them are using trinkets that are giving three or 4% chance to change regals to exalts. And they're running through and clicking massive amounts of currency chests in heists, which with bonuses from the 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 rogues so this change it's like i'm glad that it's working properly now but this is 100 percent the reason that exalts are worth what they're worth yeah because there are so many exalts out there i'm i'm not like you're talking about like you say you're a casual player but you've been spending feels like hundreds of exalts this league yeah this is definitely a different league for me or I'm fine. Like I get one exalt drop and I'm like, oh, just take it, man. He'll use it more than me. You know, do you know <laughs> and, what they're worth right now? Uh, peanuts. 25 peanuts. chaos. Right. And we've never That's seen insane. this before as far as we know, but I'm fine with this. Like I'm fine with league markets fluctuating back and forth. hundred percent. Yep. Me too. Like I know it's a big complaint now and people are excited. And there was that one, I think it was average J on our discord that got a mirror and just, you know, ends up being i mean i guess the mirrors price doesn't change i don't know if there's been crazy mirrors there were like 500 exalts well yeah i mean so now <laughs> like instead that, of it because being of now. a lower amount of exalts now it's a huge amount of exalts but i guess i guess actually that's way better now you can do way more playing with builds and multi-crafted mod items than you could because now you're you, well if you were using exalts for a solo self-found purpose and you were actually using them to craft that's way this is the league to get a mirror average j this is the league but anyway, I'm fine with the fluctuation of different leagues having very different values of markets. 
Oh, I am a hundred percent too. I would, I don't ever want it to be, you know, that it's always set in stone that this is what it is. Uh, I think we talked a little bit about it in discord or I might've mentioned it. This would have been, or maybe will be, I guess we'll see how it goes into three thirteen. but it with them somehow bringing harvest crafting back into the game. Like the one thing that I would love, and I'm really curious how solo cell found players are finding it, which maybe we'll get to experience a little bit in our private league coming up. If we go solo cell phone uh, is uh, it's great for people who want to craft. And it's actually kind of funny because you look at now the multi-crafting, the crafting, you know, three crafts, the, the things that used to cost between one and four exalts at your crafting bench, that's not a big deal anymore. What a great league to try it out, figure it out, see its value actually in gameplay. Yep. Now it does. If you're the type of person who likes to trade, this is a really tough league because if you are playing relatively casual, an exalt drop now, you know, like in the past, it was like, oh, this is amazing. I've had an exalt drop. I can actually build my build now. I'm going to be able to sell this for chaos. And I can do a lot of upgrades. Uh, an exalt drop now is kind of like, like Neversync actually tweeted a joke about how if this keeps up, this is what his exalted orbs are going to look like next league. And they look <laughs> oh, like chaos awesome. drops. You know what I mean? Like they're not yeah, anything yeah. special because they're not worth that much. Like gotcha, the, yeah. the currency is very weird this league. I've never had chisels like I have chisels. Like 800 chisels. I'm usually like really struggling because they're quite often they were used for buying and selling uh, maps. It is a very weird league, but yeah, that brooch, bringing it back to that, that change. Oh yeah. We're doing bugs, right? <laughs> uh, it had a really, really big impact on the market and, and the currency, you know, situation. And I, I, I'm not saying that that's bad. I know some people really don't like it, but uh, I want to talk about it after we finish this week in POE, but I had some awesome reminders this week of what trade and what currency values used to be like. And the thing that I was mentioning to people in Discord too is as a market fluctuates, it's still a market for everyone. My exalt is worth exactly the same as your exalt. Yeah. So like the fact that exalts are worth 25 chaos, that doesn't mean much. Yeah. Because your chaos is worth like it's relative. Everybody gets the same we all value live in the for same it. world. Yeah. I think it's hilarious, though, to see exalts at 25. Yeah, super funny, especially where they used to be. Come on. If people are, want them to regularly be worth 100, 120 chaos, that's I don't like that. It reinforces the need to play and trade, in my opinion. Whereas when they're low and we're going to talk about this and I'll show you, I actually hopefully you didn't see the picture yet. They used to be worth 18 chaos. If you go way back in the day, that makes crafting. And the idea of exalt slamming less Tangible. scary. Yeah. So anyway, it was a very, that was probably one of the biggest changes in that patch was that one. I play solo cell found standard on console, the way the game's supposed to be played. And I'm still terrified to use my exalts. Like, obviously I don't have this fluctuation. I'm not playing leagues and I don't play league on console. So I'm not getting that influx of currency that league play normally gives. But still, with the stack that I have, I'm still scared to use them. Sure. So I'm excited to see, especially with Harvest coming in, which isn't what we're talking about right now. I'm excited to see how that changes everything, what those changes are. Last bug that I wanted to mention, though, because I, think, I forget which episode it was that Britta was talking about this, about one of her colleagues on Baited Expectations. Kitten Cat Noodle was having a problem with it. They fixed a bug preventing players from re-entering a boss arena 
after the boss had already started. Now, it's with a specific boss. Uh, I don't want to say the name just in case that spoils stuff. It doesn't spoil anything for me because I'm never going to see the boss, but maybe that was the boss that they ran into. But man, imagine that. You finally get to these bosses that are released and there's a bug where you can't get back into it if you die. Oh my goodness, imagine that. If you're not an After Dark listener, we we one of the conversations that came up with Brito was the fact that unique contracts that would drop were giving people apparently only one run at the boss, which was the opposite of what I had experienced. Every unique contract I ran when I died, which I did to the boss would put me at the beginning of the contract zone again. I would have to clear my way back through and then I could fight the boss. And there didn't seem to be any limit to how many times we could do it. And I don't know why it was different for us, but she was saying that Kit and Cat Noodle had said that she ran into an issue where she was, it, it was a one-off and we thought that was insane if you only got one shot at a unique contract boss, which just as a side note with the whole unique contracts, to me, that's a really bad way to gate story. Unique contracts being the gateway to seeing more of the league story. Oh, right. For a lore fan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. It's, it's too RNG or you got to go out and buy them. True. It's definitely not as RNG as the Atlas is. Like you don't need to clear the Atlas to get every conquer. You don't need to clear the Atlas to get to Cyrus. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I think that was pretty much, I mean, I think that was actually us covering pretty much all of 3.12.4B. Well, there were tons of bugs and bug fixes, but those are the ones that stood out to me that I wanted to ask you about. There's going to be a lot that were relevant to other people that they were really excited about, but. Yeah, the B, it, it was a decent sized one. Yeah, I didn't find it super crazy, but I thought it was good. And I, but I haven't had issues with heist. So I'm not totally sure what I think about the whole brooch thing, the brooch, brooch, brooch. I think they spelled it wrong. I think it's supposed to be brooch. I'm really curious if they knew or had the idea in their head when all of this was coming out that there was going to be that so much, much currency. currency. Yeah. In, and maybe they did. And in my head, I, I, I'm convincing myself that this was the goal and that's how they're going to tie in 313 with harvest. Harvest because heist goes core. I, I don't see heist not going core in some form or another. And so whether they, you're either going to have to nerf the drops but if you nerf the drops, do you take out the desire to do heist? Right? Like I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm curious to see how that all plays. Well, why don't we quickly add a note here to talk about heist going core after we talk about Chris's note? Because I think that'll actually have a big change on what any future implications might have been from the company. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I'm not sure that they'll necessarily be anything to do with heist, but we should. So Chris put out a big post this week. It was obviously in response to a lot of the backlash outcry. I, I want to say <laughs> it's, it's bemoaning, it's whining. And some of it, some of it is justified. It was titled how we're developing our next expansion differently. And it's a long post. You really should read it because it's a, it's a really good read. Yeah. Chris himself wrote it and posted it. It's his own words. He posted it. I mean, we, we would be assuming that it was his own words. I mean, that, yeah, we were there when he wrote it now. <laughs> and I actually think anytime he's posting something, people should give it some, some credence and actually read it and pay attention because he has a relatively large impact on the direction of the game. <laughs> so I don't want to go over it all. I don't want to read it all. The, the overall idea, I'm just going to go my side and then you tell me what you think. Paraphrase. Yeah. The overall thought of it was, 
we're looking at the way that we've been uh, developing our leagues. And these are the changes we're going to do going forward. And if I paraphrase it, in my opinion, to the absolute easiest version of it, I really, really like it. And that is to say, before we start developing the league, we all sit down, we decide what this league's going to be, what it's going to be about, what it's going to entail. It's written down and that becomes it. Yep. Because what happens, and I could see this 100%. When I was reading his thing, I was like, of course, that totally makes sense. I could see you and I going. Yeah, you're like, oh my God, let's throw in a dragon. <laughs> oh, what if this guy does this? And, and especially from the point of view of Path of Exile and the developers and their whole team, they have constantly tried to one-up themselves. And so I could, I could see how the need to always go bigger becomes a thing. And it wouldn't be that hard as you're talking about something like heist to be like, what if you could do this? Oh, but can you imagine if you could do this? And people are like, oh shit, I can make that happen. Yeah, we can make that happen. So the idea here, again, if you paraphrase it to its absolute simplest form, in my opinion, they develop and think of the idea for the league. They think of what is going to be entailed in that league. And then that's it. It's a closed book. This is what we're developing. We're not going to allow ideas to come in. Cool ideas are for another league. That's actually a great thing. Because if somebody gives a great idea, put that in the other book. These are ideas to come back to because it gives you more ideas for later leagues to then pull in. So that, in my summary, is the most simple. And I mean, this coming league, Chris is saying he's going to be the guard of that book and that no outside ideas you know, are going to get in. I think that's a little bit of him also trying to appease people and letting people know that I'm putting it on my back for this next coming league and I'm going to make sure that this is the direction that we go, which is fine. But I think that this is a great idea. It totally makes sense. I, I actually was very easily able to understand what he was talking about, but that also understand how it could things could creep in that you could be like, oh, yeah, we could add this. Oh, yeah, we could. You know, that would be cool to add, too. So. I like it. I thought his post was great. I'm on board. I'm skeptical, but I'm on board. I'm not skeptical for the future, but of of the past. Like for me, as a fan, I don't I don't know about any of the creep. I don't know what any of the last minute additions are. I just know that my personal opinion since for since even before the podcast started was leagues always beta. The quality of the league just isn't a fun, a good finished product. And for it to take this long, like for it to take a, an outcry from people as opposed to the company being fed up with it. To me, like I, I'm glad it finally happened. I'm disappointed it was the fans that seemed to push it. Uh, or it seems that way anyway. Like there was a big outcry. It seemed a way more general outcry about overall quality than very specific things that were bugging people from previous leagues. But from how it was worded, it seemed like the conversation was happening maybe even before Heist came out. I don't know. See, it seems like the wording came before a few weeks ago. So who knows how it came? Um, I hope they stay true to it. To me, one of the unique wordings that was in this, and I'm maybe it's being too picky, but they kept, he kept calling it an experiment. I'm like, to me, an experiment can have some pretty negative consequences. And I don't see the negative consequences in this outweighing the positives at all. The whole purpose of this is less content for more quality. That's the goal going forward. I don't see how that's ever going to be 
a greater negative than a positive, right? He emphasized, and this was something I really liked, because one of the things, in my naive opinion, I've suggested quite a few times to say, hey, listen, maybe they should do four-month leagues instead of three-month leagues. And he said flat out in there, we need to stick with our three-month things, both for the functionality of the company and how the game functions. Like, that's just how it's going to be. We're just going to make the league smaller. We're not going to have a lot of added-in things. But there was one really interesting comment he said. He said, this experiment comes with the side effects of having patch notes that are much, much shorter because we're focusing on getting the more important changes done. And I'm thinking like, is their bug list really small? Like if you do less content and you have the same time and resources to fix more bugs, I would expect the bug list to be just as long as they've always been, but just with more general content, a lot of the backlog stuff. Now, that's me reading way too much into a very well-mannered, good-intended conversation that he's having with us. And I think a lot of the times our community is so used to having an opinion, they think that their opinion matters a lot, and they think that they can say whatever they want and think that it actually has value to them, even though we know nothing about how to make a game. Can I just say how I read that? Yeah. When I read that, I read it as when when you look at 3.12 3.12 and 3.11 when those patches were or when the patch notes came out at the beginning of a league they're massive they're absolutely massive we have to go through them every freaking league and they're huge to go through them i read this as him going that's not going to be the case we're not going to have multiple skills that are being changed every league because we're going to be focused on this is the league this is what we're changing and there's nothing that's coming into that that's how I read it is that, that the patch notes that you see at the beginning of each league will not be huge. And, and that may mean that there are less ascendancy changes, less skill changes, or there's less league additives. There's less league features and there's more changes to existing stuff. That, see, I read it more as very league specific, not core specific, because I think it's Now, I have no idea what their intent is, but I think it's really good that they revisit old skills and change a few every league. I think it's good that they add a couple skills, whether they're supports or actives, every league. And we're talking a few, not, you know, 600. I I think it's good that they do that. And I just took the impression that the leagues are going to be smaller, so the amount of league fixes is, of course, going to be smaller too. Either way, I think the post is awesome. I really hope that it's something that we notice. I hope that the community feels like they've had been heard and they're even, how do I want to word this? Be nice next league. Be honest, but be nice. You know what I mean? Like this was a really hard conversation for the company to have. It was a really hard post for them to have and it has to change. It's changing structures. It's changing hours. It's changing huge functionality on the back end according to this post. So just just relax. Just relax. Good things are happening. Now be patient. Let's wait. Let's wait. I have been surprised this league at how opposing you and I are, because it's not often where we're on very different sides of an argument or a conversation. It's been kind of fun because I love disagreeing with you uh, on some things. I don't see any of what this was in. I mean, I I know you're saying that you you think it's all positive and that you're excited for what it is going forward, but you're going of the announcement. Yeah, yeah, right. But you're kind of tepid about it. You're a little bit unsure and you know you don't and i get it like not wanting to necessarily give them the benefit of the doubt you're maybe a little bit skeptical of 
you know, what they actually mean. I, I just looked at it and I was, I'm the way I read it. And then I, this is sometimes me just being a dick is it's a, I love the change they're making, but the fact that they're making a post about it makes me go, oh, you're it's, it's to appease the, uh, the whiny people. It's to try and hopefully put a, you know, my favorite part about it. And I mentioned this in discord. I was so happy that I didn't see them say, we're going to change our, we're going to go to a three league year mm. change because that's what everybody was freaking out about and yelling about that. They're taking on too much, blah, blah, blah. I, I was quite nervous as I was reading. I was going, oh, please don't change to like a three league year versus the four that they currently do. Yeah. I read all this as just like, okay. I, like I look at it differently though. I don't see league launches as beta. I did a little bit. We've talked about that. Like you can see they definitely don't get the QA in that they should, but I don't feel like I'm beta testing mm. uh, each league launch. Well, we've had some examples of things that definitely should never get shipped. And those are not things that are surprises to them. Those are things that somebody's sitting down saying, ship it, ship it, ship it, ship it. We'll fix it when we can. Ah, but I have such a big argument to that, though. But this, well, I, I have no desire to be part of this QA team. Like, it's got to be insane to try and do stuff. And when these people are coming out of their meetings saying, this is what we're going to do, and you're part of this QA team, your shoulders are just sinking. You're like, oh. Oh, like it's it's no criticism to QA at all. They just have an impossible job. Here's the thing. Like I took this as a very positive announcement. And in contrast to you, I think if there's any announcement you're going to make, these are the types of announcements you make. Like huge changes to how things work, what people can look forward to, why Next League is going to look, I don't know whether it dumbed down is the word or smaller, but like that, I think that's really good and valuable information for just diehard fans to know. The thing that I'm... What was the word you used? The T word? Timid tepid. about? Tepid about? Timid, tepid. Sure. Is they've always been quantity before quality. So the intent of wanting quality before quantity now is great. Let's see how it goes. Like I'm not going to just assume that, that it's going to be great. No, but they've always been quantity over quality. That's the whole point of this post. Now it's going to be the opposite. And so I'm like, great. That's awesome. That's exactly what I've been wanting this whole time. I hope it works. Yeah, I just disagree. I don't think it's been quantity over quality. Because that, that's making an assumption that they just, they care more about how many they get out than the quality of it. I just don't think that that's the case. I just don't. Heist to me has been friggin', uh, and we've had this conversation too. And we've had this conversation with other people too. That's not just you and I. My experience in a league is going to be different than other people's experience in the league based on how the league works for me. And of course, I haven't looked at Heist and been like, man, you guys really just rushed this. You, you know, I definitely think they took on quite a bit. Yep. with it but uh, the post is great i really really like the idea of them saying here's what we're going to do because just from a business standpoint that's way easier you set your goal and you say we have to meet this goal before we do anything else yeah totally and i that to me is just smart from a business standpoint I, the, the struggle for me sometimes is just that i know that some of this is is spurred on by crying and that irritates me if it and is, we talked yeah. about that with some of our, hundred percent it is. And, but that we've talked about this, even with some of their changes, when we talked about XP and heist, I love the change. I just wish it came as a result of the company deciding it, not because people cried about it. Well, as, as an example of some of the quality stuff though, like I've had people, I changed all my guides to be very minion based this league. And I've had many people private message me like, dude, I love your guides. I play them every league, but I can't play. Minions are so screwed up. I've had PMs up until today and yesterday saying that that minions are still screwed up because of how everything's happened with the rogue changes. 
I, I'm not seeing it, but that's because I'm not killing anything. You're just running. <laughs> like I was joking before. And on standard, I'm playing console or I play stand, sorry, on console, I play standard. So I'm not going to see it there. So, but yeah, I mean, that's something that's, that's still relevant now. Again, it's just one thing, but it's a huge functionality thing. And maybe hopefully, and that's the whole point of this. Like it's not to be a negative Nancy or negative Ned, I guess, but I'm excited. I hope I hope it works out. I hope it's something that structurally, internally is fun to work for. One thing that we've had with people when we spoke with Camille, it seems like an amazing place to work. When we've heard interviews of people working there, it's just, they love working there. So I hope that's most importantly, even more importantly than the game, that that's still the case. I need somebody to come up with a new version of Negative Nancy for you, like Terrible Tyler or Whiny Wad. <laughs> Why do you need those? Are those are great? Whiny wad. <laughs> Whiny wad. Hey, now, I I I had this post before Chris made this post, so I don't know how redundant this conversation is. But you know what I think would have made this league a lot less controversial: only doing balance changes and bug fixes, not actually changing the league. In other words, like we briefly mentioned, stick to your guns at the beginning. This is the way we have the league design. Now, I'm not talking about how much they've added in, like that. What was the creep called? Feature creep. Feature creep. Yeah. Not like all this extra stuff they add as time goes on and as you get closer to the release date, but just this is the league. This is how we've designed it. Whether it's like, this is how traps work. This is how the AI works. This is how, I don't know, XP works and just not change it. And then just do balance changes and bug fixes. And I think even if people didn't like the league as much, that it would have been a much less controversial league. Do you think... Did we just have that conversation? We Well, we had this conversation in After Dark, and that was more along the lines of, well, I, no, actually, you know, you and I have had this conversation, and it goes right back to the conversation about XP, where you you are making changes based on the reaction of the player base. And I, I hate even saying that it's based on the player base because it's based on the whiny, loud player base. And I don't want to say that everyone who's loud is whiny, because some of it is 100% valid. If there's something that's wrecking the ability to play the game, you should be loud about that for sure. But if there's something that is not letting you play the way you want to play, or Heist was a great example of it. The I hated it too, but the alert from enemies. At the time, they could have just said, look, we might need to tune it a bit, but you got to remember you can upgrade rogues. You can give them items. And instead they just, they changed it. They literally completely changed the league by taking that right out. Uh, I, the only reason I struggle with answering it is because is it a controversial league? We've had this great conversation with other people too. And I actually really like listening to what other people think. I don't agree. This is one of the worst league launches ever. I don't agree that it's been a terrible league. And I really struggle to say that it was so bad because I'm basing it on my own personal experience. We talked about this I want to say in the main episode as well, but a hundred percent we talked about in After Dark. If you didn't read Reddit and if you didn't check the forums and if you weren't a streamer who constantly had people talking to you in your chat, I wouldn't know that it was a bad league. I wouldn't like the core changes, but let me tell you this though. Chris isn't making this post if it's not a huge controversial league. That post isn't coming out. They're not having this huge discussion if the league wasn't that controversial. Like I get your personal opinion. I'm just saying... I, it's, con it's controversial from GGG's perspective. Well, in, in the end, GG, GGG is going to do whatever they have to do to try and maintain the player base. It, it's, it, they got to make money. 
We got to remember it's triple G though, right? Yeah, it's so much easier to say that. Uh, so I get why they make their post. I'm just saying I'm never, ever, ever going to base my opinion of a league based on how your gameplay is or how somebody else's is. I just won't. That's just not the way that I play. That's not the way I look at the game. If the game is brutal for me, I'm going to say, look, this was a crappy league. And that doesn't mean you have to agree with me. And it doesn't mean I have to agree with you. I'm just saying my opinion is it's not been that bad. I've actually, I've had a lot of fun. I know. So it's still a controversial league. See, I disagree. It's just gone well for you. I don't think that that makes it controversial. A lot of people not liking it to the point where Chris is and John are changing how the entire company does future leagues for the rest of the existence. I don't, I don't think that makes it necessarily controversial. That's saving the ass and I totally understand it. But I just, Harvest last league was insanely controversial. You, you literally changed crafting. That to me is a controversial one because you had such a huge variance of opinions on do you like crafting this way? Do you not like crafting this way? Yeah, I can see that for sure. Yeah, to me, heist is just, I think the people that don't like heist don't like heist because it's not working for them. Yeah, but that's coming from glitches and changes. It's coming from functionality, not because they don't get to play the build they want. No, I think more of it came from the tech, the tech side where it wasn't running, it was crashing. And that to me doesn't make a league controversial. Oh, I understand. I understand. Uh, no, I think the controversial is more global than very specific. Yeah, and they brought in huge tech changes to this one, as well as bringing in a massive heist league change. So that, to me, makes sense with his talk about like, hey, let's tone it down and focus on something. Yeah, this was the league where we had to re-download the entire game, right? right? That was this league. Yeah, that's right. right. I I understand where they're coming from. I get the changes. And I think it's really, really smart on there. And because in the end, they got to make money. I just don't think heist at its core, what heist is, I just don't find it that super controversial. That's all. I, yeah, it, when you bring it up in comparison to how controversial the subject and the opinions of Harvest were, I see that. Yeah, I get that. I think maybe what this league is then is maybe this is where we come to an agreement, and where I'm coming from and you coming from is that this is more like the straw that broke the camel's back for the people that have the opinion of we're beta testers. Like for the people that had my opinion, I'm not the only one. I know we've always disagreed on that, but I'm not the only one in my camp. You're not the only one in your camp. And so for the people that are in my camp, it would, it would just, for some reason, this was enough. And I guess because, and then it snowballed on Reddit, but then everybody who's in that camp agreed and there was enough substance to actually carry it. Yeah. And, and you had a, you had a big issue to me, in my opinion, this league where the fixes and the things they were doing to change it were very focused on the league versus being focused on the side of people who are crashing. And in my opinion, you have to make sure people are not crashing over maybe that enemies shouldn't raise alert level because people could just go and map. They didn't have to go through the heist, but people crashing, if there's something happening at a hardware or a software level, that's causing the game not to be playable. That to me is where you have a big problem and you need to fix it versus they, the whole first like two or three weeks was rebuilding heist. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it, I guess it got, like it was and then you got to retest it. Right. Yeah. Well, then uh, at that point, sure. We're beta testers. Because now they've been like, well, shit, we turn this off. <laughs> what is this going to do? Right. So anyway. Now, I think it was Brittle who brought that point up. I forget which episode it was on. She said, yeah, I crashed a few times and I just didn't want to tolerate it or deal with it. So I went and did other stuff. And I, I was assuming like went to go cook on the Bobby or something. But she just meant like 
still stay in the game, delve. but I was going to map. delve. I was going to map. I was going to increase my temple or improve my temple. You can tell how I, often I do that. With how, you, how much you love Alma. I'm going to increase the value of my church. And so anyway, um, but so yeah, and that was neat because I had somebody that couldn't play. They play, they play my builds all the time and they couldn't play. They're on PS4. So they obviously couldn't play for the first month. And then they're like, was this happening to anybody else on PlayStation? Now I don't have a PlayStation, but I was thinking like, maybe the crashes were like very heist specific. Maybe you could have played on standard and it would have been a great 312. Yeah, or, or just not gone into the heist. I, that, that being said, if you're playing non-standard, which is the majority of players, it would be absolutely terrible to feel like you can't play the league. I, I'm not, and I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm, yeah. I agree with you 100%. And I do, in my head, if heist, it is blight. If the league sucks, I'm not going to just map. I'm not just going to just delve. I, I get it when you've got like somebody like BK or, or streamers who that's your job. So you kind of have to do it. You got to find a way to play it still. For Blight, I lasted like three weeks because the, the content of the league was not interesting to me. That's the, uh, oh, that's the thing that spreads in the towers. Blight. Yeah, right, I hated right, that right. league. I get them all mixed up. I was out of it after three weeks. Thank God we were not doing the podcast when Blight came. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have lost everybody. That would have been the worst. I added this just as we were talking beforehand, heist going core. Mm. Why were we going to talk about this? Uh, you brought it up. I said that it's obviously going core. And so it's going to be interesting to see how they, how do you build heist into the standard game if it's not what it is right now? Right. Especially because they're toning down. They're focusing on quality over quantity as far as I took it. And so how do you implement heist? Like a heist, I think is awesome in terms of what their intent is and what it, you know, when it's working the way they intend it and it's balanced the way they want it, I freaking love the concept of it. Even if there's certain elements like the shotgun stuff that's a main aspect of the combat, I I love the entire concept of it. So it'd be interesting to see with the post that they made about quality over quantity, how this, I hope that's what they said, because that's what I'm going to call it from now on. So I hope I'm not misquoting them by paraphrasing it like that, but with heist going core, which is an assumption. We haven't read that anywhere. It We're is assuming 100%. Because, <laughs> because of the size of it, there's no way that we assume that it can't go core. But like, how does it go core after that post? You can't put it in the way it is. No way. Like, I think you take it out like you did Harvest. I think you take it out like you did. I forget if Einhart was the first or the last of the three new masters that they had. But, you know, you give them a break. You fine tune it. You figure it out. Like, who knows? I mean, I guess the answer to the heist question is going to come with Harvest. You know what I mean? Like, how is Harvest well, three, going to come 13, back yeah. in the core? Or when, it, what did they say, 313? Yeah, 313 is where it's coming back. Who cares how small that league is? What a great opportunity to, to make it such a puny league. If you're adding Harvest in it, that's like a league on its own. Just the excitement level. Well, he people. talks about in his post about a, a little teaser to 313 as well. He says an in-area arena thing, so... Uh, my assumption is Harvest is coming back, obviously, on the crafting side. I, I don't think you'll ever see the garden again, which is fine. Oh, I hope that's uh, the case. Heist, I hope though, so. I, I, I would be really surprised if you saw the bestiary version where it just disappeared until they changed it. You know, I would be a little bit sad, actually, I think, if they did, because I really, really love Heist. The voice acting, the interaction between the characters, it is so much fun. And it's something that PoE has not had before so to lose that also 
and again, this is a really big assumption. If Harvest comes back in some form, and we talked about this in After Dark too, like how does it come back? Do they give you orbs, which Jesus, I hope there's no new orbs, but are these crafts coming in single uses? Are they going to be part of your table? If you are, if heist exists as it is, as it is now, and the currency is existing as it is now, it gives you way more options to craft, which people loved with Harvest. Yes. But you can't, it's really hard to bring Harvest in and just give you free crafts, right? Like in Harvest, you had to build up the guard and you had to then kill them. And then it was just chance. What did you get and what could you use it for? So uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm curious. I'll be really sad if Heist doesn't go core. It's 100% going core. You can quote me on it right now. It's going to be in 313. Just says so. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not playing. I swear I'll never play again. Don't hide those thighs. <laughs> Notarize. You don't know who that's from? Uh, you say it all the time. I don't know what it's from. Ah, uh, it's from. Oh, oh, now I forgot. It's, it was good, an FX show. It was about fantasy football. What, the League. The League. Oh, that actually was a good show. Don't hide those thighs. Notarize. I need you to open my notes. So I, I just have to bring this up really quick. And this is regarding currency value and heist. I put a link in there for you to click on. You want me to click it now? Yeah, you can open it up. It, it, the whole po- point of this was just the craziness of heist. The craziness of what like the value of currency is right now and how it's all changed. And Cute Dog put out a tweet saying like, hey, do you guys remember this? And it was the table of value for currency. And this was going back to like, if you look at the picture, do you see what exalts look like? Nothing like what they look like now. There was no that face isn't in exalt them. that That's weird squiggly thing after like. the divine orb. OK, yep. sorry, everyone. We're looking at a picture. Yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll try and remember to put it into the notes. I'll probably won't remember. But if you look at Qu- uh, Cute Dog's posts uh, on Twitter, he had one about like, does anybody remember? And this is how currency used to. This is the table that was used by everybody when you were determining value. And so you knew, OK, one exalt is worth, eight, you know, it was like a multiplication table where you go like, OK, I'm going to follow this one down and then this one across and where they meet, that's the value. So exalts were worth 18 chaos. Or 48 chisels. Huh. And if you look like regrets were a one-to-one for chaos. And so a divine orb, two divine orbs for one exalt. Yeah. So this is, again, this is going back quite a bit. And obviously the, the value of, of currency is going to change. But it made me so, I don't know, it was just cool to see back and remember that. And then somebody made a great post about, and it made me laugh when I thought of the idea of trading something for 4,000 chaos. Because there didn't used to be trade. Like when you right click a player and choose trade, that wasn't always there. And so when you had to, what used to, when you used to have to plan like a trade with someone, there weren't hideouts either. So you would go to certain zones and you would both stand at a certain spot and drop your stuff on the ground. And then you'd run to the other person's spot and pick your stuff up. And that's no how you way. Would, that's how you would do trades. You wouldn't actually like open up a window and put stuff in. I would stand over at one side of the zone. You would stand to the other where we could both see each other. It wasn't like across an entire zone. It was just, you know, within the scope of where you could both see each other. And I would drop my item. You would drop <laughs> yours. And then we would run to where the opposing person was and pick up our stuff and be like, OK, thanks. That's like a get out of Dodge showdown. You know what I mean? It's like pew pew pew. So we've it, we've evolved. Clearly, we've evolved. <laughs> <That's right>. So <laughs> that made, was actually what it was like, though. And they've wanted trade to be a part of their game since the beginning. Yeah, there was never any trade window 
there was, I mean, the way wow. we used to do trade on the forums was totally different, but just these posts this week made me laugh thinking back. Cause you forget about like how far it's come and where it used to be. But in my head, I was going, how the hell would I put 4,000 chaos on the ground? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At like 10, what is it? 10, they stack in 10. Uh, anyway. Yeah. It was, it was good times. That's crazy. That's, I never knew that. That's really cool. It's good to know old timer. Good to know. Now, I wanted to put, I kind of felt bad for roasting the league so much. Um, I don't know. I felt bad just because I was negative against the league so much, but that that was it. But either way, I've actually, our last two sessions, I had a really good time. Now, I don't think I'm killing anything. I don't. I, maybe it's because I'm not seeing any enemies because I'm so busy looting, but I didn't notice any of the irritations that were bugging me up until this point. So maybe all the bug, maybe it was because you were clearing everything ahead of me. Maybe I was in combat and just, you know, was doing fine. But uh, I had a good time this week. You didn't crash. There were no crashes. No, no. I had some, now who knows if that's my PC or if that's the game, but I had some like 10 second blips of zero frames per second, but they didn't uh, end up kicking me out of the game. So, Well, with my computer and when I run into a legion with Blade Vortex and the explosions, it's there's literally like a one and a half second where nothing happens and then just the whole screen just explodes. It's hilarious. Oh, dang. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that's good for my PC. <laughs> All right. Uh, the one thing I will say about, because we did heists, we did quite a few heists. I think we only did maybe, maybe some maps. I don't remember, but you did maps while you were waiting for me to fender. That's how long I take. That's but true. I, I think we did 100%. It was mostly heists and grand heists. I hate perception. Oh, agreed. Dumbest part. Yeah, they got to get rid of those totems. They're not even, it's weird because that's the only place they exist. I actually, I struggle to even kill them. And quite often, I don't even see them. And so all of a sudden, my alert level is way too high. I, I, it, it's really weird to me that they're like, okay, we're going to stop mobs from giving out, you know, alert. And we're going to, I just, it's weird to me that that stayed. They were like, well, we're going to, we're going to stop you killing mobs and alert level going up. But. We're going to keep this really dumb concept where you have to like plan when you move forward into it because it'll pulse out and then then you can go in and attack it. And I hate them. I just don't want them. It is it is weird. It's completely against the concept of unexpected alert level increases, right? Like that was the whole reason they got rid of it. So you could plan out your alert level increases based on the chest and the bar that shows when you're hovering a chest. Now's the time I'm going to choose how much time I have or how much alert level I'm going to increase. And then you have these. And a lot of the times, I can't tell you, just as somebody that's getting used to the prospect, when I'm spending my markers to open up all these wings or these rooms, they were a complete waste of money because I can't see half the pulsing perceptions. Now, I got a question for you because you've run tons. And I'm, I, how do you know you're running perception? Without the, with, with the only clue, of course, being, okay, I'm selecting somebody for perception here, right? You select whoever it is your perception guy or girl is. After that, let's say, I don't know, I got to go to the bathroom or I'm going to go have lunch. I come back and I do it or I unlock a whole bunch and then I just decide I'm going to go run a whole bunch. You know, some people like they'll put 10 maps in their inventory and then they'll run them all. How do you know? with the exception after you've chosen that individual that you're running a perception map. Every single contract says at the top of it, what, what it is lock picking. No, like once you're in the map perception. Though. No. Oh, well, but I'm saying before you load it. 
Right. But once you're in the map, how do you know? Like, for example, a grand heist, not every wing is going to have perception, only some of them. So how do you know once you're in, if you've forgotten for some reason? Is there a way to check besides accidentally running into a totem? I mean, besides maybe one of the unlocks being the perception icon, which is the uh, telescope looking one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll be honest, though, I don't think I've ever seen in a grand heist those totems. Oh, really? And they may be. I'm not saying that they aren't. I'm just saying I don't remember ever seeing one in a grand heist. I've definitely seen them a lot in heist. So I've been skipping perception contracts just because they get me a little bit angry. Same with that being said, there's a lot of them that do like agility is still wickedly slow, even though they've sped it up. It's still really, really stupidly slow Uh, counter thaumaturgy. So there's certain sections where you got to clear a courtyard. Right. So you get them to do the move and then maybe it's a three by three or a four by four and they clear like a path that you have to follow. Oh, like a tile, like Indiana Jones tile set. Yeah, yeah. Right. But there's there's some setups where when you click, you hit V or whatever it is to get them to start doing their counter thaumaturgy from a melee perspective. They're at like a doorway and in front of them is a courtyard that I can't enter or I'll die because you degen extremely fast on those tiles. And there is a mob at the end of that courtyard throwing like a friggin' lightning bolt at your rogue and you can't kill them. And so the rogue can't ever finish the like I had it once where she could not finish doing her counter thaumaturgy in and I had to run away to pull her back to get the enemy to run. That just yeah, it just drives me crazy. Yeah. But perception by far is the dumbest. Those totems got to go. If this goes core, that can't come. We have, we have spoken. Now, I was checking out, we're just about to wrap up here. Have you ever noticed this? To me, this is new, but the wiki site didn't show it as a change. But I've ne- I never noticed this part of the gem, so I really hope it's new. With Fortify support, it supports melee attack skills that aren't triggered. Since when did it not support triggered skills? I always thought that, like, if I'm doing... I don't know, what was it, last league, the league before when I did my um, Cyclone cast while channeling SRS? Yeah. I swear Fortify was on my SRS. I mean, I would, I didn't care that it was on my SRS, but I could swear that every single one of them was going, dee, 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 dee. maybe not, maybe not. So you thought you were getting Fortify from the SRS? Well, so what this says, supports melee attack skills that aren't triggered. So in my circumstance that I'm thinking about Cyclone, cast while channeling, SRS Fortify. Fortify, yeah. The description here says I could get Fortify from Cyclone, but my SRS won't get Fortify because they're getting triggered from Castwell Channel, right? It's a trigger skill. Okay, right. I don't ever remember that being a thing, but I didn't see it in the wiki notes at, at ever being changed. So it's either I have in my mind for forever pictured Fortify on all my triggered minions and I've just imagined it, or it was a secret change. And I don't think it was a secret noticed. change. <laughs> well, you remember the Berenstein Bears books? Yes. Remember, at some point in our weird realm, they all of a sudden are called Berenstain Bear books. They're not Berenstein Bear books. But when I was growing up, they were Berenstein, not Berenstain. But all of a sudden, there was like this weird like realm change and we're in another dimension and now they're called Berenstain. I think that's what happened with the Fortify support. I think this is a a champion thing for you or whatever that one weird word is that you said. I think this is just a head issue for Tyler. I think this is a whiny wad issue. Chieftain? 
Chieftain. That's what it was. <laughs> I can't even remember. That's how dumb Chieftain? it is. <laughs> no, no, nobody gets champion wrong. Champion. I, if anyone could, it would be you. <laughs> now, I love this last point you have to say. I absolutely 100% going to kiss you all over for it. So the the idea is that we were talking about bosses having just super high life. That, that, that it should be a change that they look at doing where bosses have massively increased max life. I know you love it. Oh, and I, I actually give do me a too. 10 minute boss battle. Hands down. And though, well, five minutes, five minutes. Well, okay. The, the problem with any boss battle and any boss design is it's really hard to build it. That works for everybody. First off, I would never want to do a 10 minute boss battle without ads. It could be a 10 minute just because I have to run in a circle because I can't kill it. But I, it, you know, it's funny with this, because we've talked about we're going to do a private league again this league for Forever Exiled and we've got some fantastic ideas for it. But one of the one of the mods you can add, which I'm not saying we would, but is just that you're just straight up adding 40 percent more life to enemies. Oh, that to me is actually sexy? not a bad one. Yeah, oh, that's like POE and lingerie. That is a sexy idea. OK, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I do like the idea of bosses having more. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I mean, in that regard, you could never have life regen as a mod that could roll on bosses because it would just be like when you have insane amount of max life, even just having the smallest percentage of life regen means you have to be like glass cannon to do anything to a boss that has life regen. But the idea is just that bosses have so much life that you can't annihilate it in seconds. You need to take your time and you need to be scared of some of their offensive attacks because there's just too much life to deal with, even with some of your strongest builds. I love that concept. Maybe it's just because I've been playing, I got my Dark Souls and Divinity in again, so I got some nice epic long boss battles in. But to me, I know GGG's really proud of their boss designs and how they are, but to me, a boss needs to be a boss. Like I need to be terrified of this boss and it needs to be better than me. You know, though, I don't think, I don't actually think that that's true for every boss. The, the certain like end game bosses like Uber Elder, Shaper, I don't mind those ones being a little bit more difficult, but I don't want the boss at the end of race course to all of a sudden have massively more health because I'm mapping to do mapping relatively efficiently. And I think if you made bosses too hard, People, it, this has happened before, they just skip the boss. There's no, you don't need to kill the boss unless you're trying to fill out the Atlas. But once your Atlas is filled out. You'd need your motivation for doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But I do like the idea of like unique or like end game bosses having a, a bit more of a fight to them. Yeah. You couldn't do it with these ones though. These ones aren't designed for Who's these wide ones? variety of theory crafting. Well, the four out of five end game bosses, right? They're like we were talking about four out of five conquerors. Or four, three out of four conquerors and Cyrus don't have mobs. You know, like that just cuts out so many different types of builds if it was going to be a long battle. And uh, just how a lot of the, uh, the mechanics work. I'm trying to think if you added, well, if you added mobs to some of those fights, you might trivialize them a little bit. Uh, be they, it would make it easier to kill them more quickly if you had ads for them. Yeah, but I mean, you make those changes in conjunction with each other, right? Okay, so we're adding this to this boss. This is what needs to make this boss harder or beefier. Anyway, there's just, there's just things. Anyway, I, I would just like them to be harder. Uh, Cyrus isn't 
hard though because of its life. It's just dumb. The stupid design. <laughs> but congratulations on your A8. Way to go. We talked about it, I think, when we were doing that fight. And I mentioned that I think the fix to Cyrus is F off with the circles on the ground. Just take them out and then make it a contained arena that he can't go outside of. That can't be bigger than my my window. That can't be bigger than my screen. And let us be contained within that to have the fight. Let us fight within that smaller area. Let us always see him. Yeah, I don't want to get killed off, off, off screen. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Echoing some me right there. Good for you. All right. I think this is a good spot for us to wrap up. What do you think? Episode 52. Ooh, 52. Goodness you know, you me. would think how many, how many weeks are there in a year? 52? Yeah. That just tells you how many extra episodes we've done. Cause this should have been at a year. We do this once a week and it's just October. We've given two months of free episodes away. What the? <laughs> yeah, oh man. Where's that from? That's Die Hard. Is it Die Hard 2 when he has to walk around at the beginning? I don't actually know. I just know you do it. It's not an appropriate scene anymore. Like the world's changed a lot since that. But that was a nice, wonderful. That was the one with Samuel Jackson, but it wasn't Samuel Jackson that said it. But there was a just such a classic Hollywood. What the? Oh, man. So good. So good. Oh, yeah. Anyway, let's end uh, episode 52. This is Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler Recker of Days. You can find more information down below in our show notes. We've got a website, foreverxl.com. We're on Twitter, foreverxl82. We have a Discord, which really, if you're not on, what the hell's wrong with you? Get on there. It's a blast. Everybody's <laughs> awesome. And uh, we also have now two extra channels in there. Show me that grass and forever hungry. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you did a good job with those titles. So you can show, show off grass. your food or show off your grass. Uh, and then we've also got Patreon. So if you want to uh, check out After Dark, you can actually check all of the past episodes as well. They're always available. And uh, that information is down below. We will catch uh, patrons in After Dark and everybody else in episode 53. Peace. You're all awesome. Make sure you stop your thing. I can't hear you. I'm, by, I'm gone. I'm already peeing. <laughs>